This is the In His Bag podcast with Aaron and Jared Bagley. This podcast features the best in sports conversation, debate, and interviews. Welcome in. We're happy you're here. All right. Well, welcome to the first episode of the In His Bag podcast with Aaron and Jared. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I brought Jared with me. What's up, Jared? What's up, guys? This is Jared. Um... In his bag. Why did we name it in his bag? Well, our last name is Bagley. We're brothers. Um, this is what we do in our free time, literally 24-7. If you catch us, we're talking sports, as our friends can probably attest. Um, so I'm pumped for this. How, how are you doing, Jared? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked. Um, we. It's kind of funny, just a backstory so people can know. Um, we used to go, before we'd go on car trips either to see family to go on you know do whatever we'd, we'd go do we would purposely go into the car early for about 10 minutes and and do literally a podcast like show where we just we'd talk sports and so i agree it feels right and like we need to yeah we we talk about it every day we might as well share our opinions with the world and and you know bring other people on to get their opinions so it feels good we even had a name for it yes we called it chit chat <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> Try to be like Skip and Stephen A. Back in the glory days. But, um, well, we're going to talk about a lot of sports, mainly football, basketball. Actually, that's probably all we're going to talk about. Probably mainly basketball. That's what we mm-hmm. both grew up playing um, and loving. But we love football, too. So we had a big week this week, sports-wise, and sports world, NBA trade deadline. I feel yeah. like probably... It was the craziest I can remember in terms of Woj bombs, Shams bombs. Who's your guy? No Are you a Woj guy or a Shams guy? I like both. I, I'm a Woj guy initially just because that's, you know, that's what you're used to. But I don't know. Shams. Pavel says he's, Shams he's, he's been in the gym. He's coming for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said Woj has been in the gym. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, So big trade deadline week. Uh, let's talk about some implications. Let's talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, maybe let's start off with Kyrie, Kyrie to the Mavs. What are your thoughts Mm. about this? Yeah, big, big trade. Um, so I'm, I'm a big Lakers and LeBron guy. Um, and so initially I was, I was disappointed, but from a basketball standpoint, I mean, very skeptical when it first happened, but it's looking good so far. Um, besides that last, uh, second, I don't know if you saw that last play of the game when, Neither of them could decide who was going to take the shot. Really? And yeah, it was bad. They didn't get a shot off because they were passing it back and forth and the clock ran out. <laughs> um, but I think overall it's going to be good. I think the Mavs, it doesn't move the needle to make them a contender per se, but but for sure a second, potentially conference finals team. What about you? Yeah, that's, that's fascinating. I feel like usually it's, if you have two stars like that, it's selfish, not the problem of mm. being unselfish and mm. passing the last shot of that's fun crazy um but yeah it's luca's team for sure i give luca the last shot but i if i'm luca i mean we saw what Kyrie did game seven yeah. 2016 it's true i'd i'd take advantage of Kyrie taking the last shot here and there um doesn't move the needle mm-hmm. they lose two perimeter defenders dorian finney mm-hmm. smith spencer dinwiddie I don't like Kyrie or Luka. I mean, you look in terms of defense mm-hmm. in the West. But I love the message it sends to Luka. Mm-hmm. 
you don't want a LeBron situation, Cavs, where you just can't get him a star to play with, mm-hmm. and then he bolts. So I think I think mm-hmm. overall it's a good move for them. Is he a rental though? Yes, he is a rental, mm-hmm. which sucks because the Mavericks gave up two big time wings, a first round pick. Mm. So they, they, I mean, worst case scenario if it's a rental for them because they kind of mortgaged a lot. Mm. But so you got to do to send that message to your star player. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, Lakers. We're both Lakers. Mm-hmm. We're not Lakers guys. We're LeBron guys. Yeah. Maybe you're. I guess you might be a Lakers guy, but because of LeBron. Yeah. So, I watched their game against. Um. Was it Indiana? No, it was the first game with D'Angelo Russell there. Oh, Golden State. Yes. So I watched their game against Golden State. Mm. No LeBron. AD only got like 13 that game. Mm-hmm. Bro. It was... They beat Golden State. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell was creating his own shot, pulling up from mm. mid-range, and, and I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous mm-hmm. when he pulled up from mid range. It's kind of like, and mm-hmm. by the way, Zach Wilson's my guy. But when you, when, whenever Zach would draw back to passes here, you just get nervous, you know? Yeah. That's how you feel watching Russell Westbrook pull up in transition yep. for a mid range. I didn't feel that with D'Angelo Russell. It yeah. was, if you're a Lakers fan, <laughs> it's so refreshing. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh my goodness, I can trust this guy. Malik Beasley didn't do good, but he's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Lakers. How you feeling? Yeah. Does it move the needle? It's it's gonna be hard with Phoenix now to tr- to fully say they're because I don't think they're the favorite. I think Phoenix is, but definitely more so because I felt the same way watching D'Angelo Russell, a guy that can actually shoot, he can spread the floor, he can create a shot. It just gives LeBron more space in the lane. It gives AD more space, less doubles, um, and then so they lost the next game to Indiana. But Beasley had, I think, 26 off the bench. And watching Vanderbilt, too, that game, I was so impressed. He had some spin moves. It almost like like he was like invigorated, refreshed. I think the Lakers are definitely contender. That being said, I'm nervous. These next, I mean, they have the sixth weakest schedule of remaining games. But I'm nervous. LeBron's been injured. Um, but if they can get there, that's all they need is to get there. And if they get there and they're healthy, yeah, it definitely moves the needle. They're much better. So you say moves the needle, meaning contender. Yeah. So if if I put the Suns in like my S tier, they're they're right under. They're about an A tier. I I think they're a contender. But if the Suns are fully healthy, which that's the question mark. If if the big four are fully healthy, I don't think the Lakers beat them. But if the big four are not fully healthy, yes, they're a contender. So probably what happened is you were feeling. It's crazy enthusiasm for yep. a couple hours until the Voge bomb. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Kind of gave me some PTSD. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin Durant. Dude, he's always finding a way, man. He's always finding a way. You know what? We'll talk about this in a later episode, but what ifs. Mm. I, Kevin Durant has a what... So, not just those cat, the those series, but the Kevin Durant what if... He was on a trajectory... When he made the 2012 final, 2012? Yeah, 2012. 2012 finals. I mean, he, in 2016, he was up 3-1. If he had won one title in OKC, which he was on the verge of doing multiple times. Mm-hmm. I don't care that he has two right now. If he wins one in OKC, it's different. The legacy sure. debate, I mean, winning one in OKC is 
holds way more weight than for sure those two. So even Pete. one in Brooklyn, I think too. It would have. That's why he left. Yeah, he couldn't do it. I mean, nobody leaves that Golden State situation unless it's like, okay, my credibility, my legacy is mm-hmm. on the line. That's totally. why he did it, and he t- didn't make it happen. And now they're on the Suns. A team that already went to the finals. They already went to the finals. Yes, you'll be the best player on the team again, but mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Booker, who's a perennial all-star. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul, who's a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know, man. doesn't mean as much. It just doesn't mean as much. I agree. It'll mean more than the Golden State Finals, but... um, But yeah, uh, I think one thing... What other trades happened? Big time trades. I'm trying to think. Um, Those are the big ones. I mean, with those trades... Uh, Jazz made some the deals. The Jazz made some moves. Um, the, I think the Hornets were the losers. Complete. What happened with them? So they traded Mason Plumlee... <laughs> to for Reggie Jackson, who they're going to now buy out, and he's going to Denver. So they basically shipped him off to Denver for free, which is a huge pickup for Denver. That is. And they got nothing. So Denver. Classic the- Michael Jordan move. <laughs> as GM. Oh not, not as player, as GM. <laughs> and owner. Did you hear the Charles Barkley MJ thing that happened recently? I didn't, no. So um, I just listened to this clip, Charles Barkley. Just side note. Barkley is on this podcast talking about him and MJ's relationship. They, ha- mm. they used to be best friends. Mm-hmm. Haven't talked for 10 years. Do you know why? I don't. He was on TNT one night, 10 years ago, 2012. And basically just said something to the effect of how MJ has made dumb moves as an executive. He says, MJ calls me that night and cusses me out saying, F you. You're supposed to be my brother. How could you do this to me? Hangs up. Barkley says, he hasn't talked to me for 10 years. Wow. Let's just wow. be honest. He, he he spoke no lies. MJ's time as an executive has been, yeah. it's been bad. Dang. But yeah, it's... Talking about leadership. LeBron would never... <laughs> yeah. No, we're... We're objective here. We lo- we have respect yeah. for MJ. We love we MJ. Um, He's incredible. Michael Jordan to the max. Great movie. If anybody hasn't seen it, that is. So wait, what's better, MJ to the max or come follow me or come fly, <laughs> fly. <laughs> come all fly the, the S followers, um, mm. come fly with me was the first spot. Michael Jordan to the max, the end scene when he beats the Jazz. It's it's what they both made me love basketball. But I don't know. You got an opinion? I think MJ to the max is better. Yeah, come fly with me is more impactful. Yeah. RMJ the Max had it like cut out like 10 minutes of the Utah Jazz mm. series. Do you remember this? Yeah, like our disc or our yeah, CD. The, we, the DVD was messed DVD, up. Yeah. So, all these trades in mind, I thought maybe it'd be fun to talk about current standings. Mm-hmm. Who we see now as like, okay, who's going to get into the playoffs? Do these trades make a difference? Who are. Yeah, just contenders, maybe a dark horse. Mm-hmm. Looking at these trades in the West right now, we got Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings are number three. It's crazy. Man, Mike Brown, man. He's <laughs> he's changed. That's crazy. Suns, number four. Clippers, number five. Mavs, Pelicans, T-Wolves. Hmm. Warriors, nine. They're at 29 and 29. Lakers, 26 and 32. Mm-hmm. So, so... 
we both probably assume Warriors and Lakers are in. Yeah. The playoffs. Trailblazers and Thunder would fall, I'd say, and those two would make it. Yeah. So the th- so the Thunder are number twelve right now. Yeah. So the Jazz, Blazers, and Thunder, oh, I, I assume, would fall. Lakers and Warriors would be somewhere in that nine ten. So of the teams in the eight, so if Warriors and Lakers get in, you've got two teams currently in there aren't going to make it. Mm-hmm. Kings are probably a lock at this point. Yeah. So who's gonna who's who's left out? Well, we have to think because it's the play-in. So are are we just saying with the eight teams? So I, I'm saying like including the play-in, who just gets into the eight? Oh, who the gets eight into spots the eight? Who get in the playoffs? I think I think the Warriors will get in. I'd say the play-in will probably be the T Wolves or Pelicans, one of those two, and the Lakers probably would be the play-in spots. Um, but yeah, I think the Warriors will get in as soon as Steph gets back. Um, Jordan Poole is playing a little bit better, but I'd probably say the Pelicans, T Wolves, and or Lakers. If I had to choose two, Lakers and T Wolves as my play-in. Who who do you have? So. So I've got Warriors, Lakers getting in mm-hmm. to the playoffs. T Wolves are out, but in the play-in, they'll be in the play-in. Mm-hmm. But they're they're out of the pl- they'll be out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Man, talk about disappointing. We've been talking about trade deadlines. Mm. I just gotta say that Rudy Gobert trade. Oh, I mean, top five all time bad. Yeah. Would you say? Oh yeah. Worst by the day. Considering the contract. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the fit. Yeah, just awful. Man, um, wow. I don't know if this is still true, but as of last week, Walker Kessler more. I think it was blocks. Blocks than Gobert. Yeah. So he's been better defensively, marking in more points than Donovan Mitchell. Wow. And fifteen first round picks till twenty twenty nine. And the T Wolves still made a trade with the Jazz. Yep. Why are they even picking up Danny Inch's phone calls, man? Yeah. Why? Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. As a Jazz fan, I'm pumped. That's trouble. I do think Conley's a good fit with them, though. I'll say, a point guard that's less ball dominant. Let Anthony do his thing. Let Cat do his thing. Just have a guard that can distribute. So I don't mind it for them. So with Conley now, they're still going to be out for you. Still out for me. Yeah, I still think the Lakers and Warriors. Well, excuse me. I think the Warriors are better. Lakers and them are probably my. My bubble teams. I still have faith that Pelicans will be better than, than them. Okay, so do you know who I actually? When I think of my top eight, Lakers, Warriors in, mm-hmm. T Wolves fall out. One more team has to fall out for me. Yeah. Clippers. Really, dude. Yeah. I've never, I've never believed in them. Yeah. The whole Kawhi Paul George thing. They just. How can you build chemistry when you're missing so much time? Mm-hmm. They lost John Wall. They lost Reggie Jackson too. Reggie Jackson. I mean, they just they gained Luke. Eric Gordon. Okay, they lost Luke Kennard. Yeah, they just traded him. Eric Gordon. Cool. Yeah. What a horrible deadline for them. Honestly, they might get Russ, but and I mean, we'll see what that means. If they're in the East, they're getting the playoffs. But I mean, the the West is just so stacked right now. Oh yeah. And I think the Lakers make a surge. I think they they make a mm-hmm. surge. Mm-hmm. I mean. We'll see, but yeah, Clippers are falling out for me, mm-hmm. and and once the Clippers fall out, they're blowing it up, mm. and they've already mortgaged their future. They have like no picks, yeah. so 
Do you know how many more years Kawhi and PG have? No. I'm not sure either. But yeah. East is pretty sad. I don't know if I have a strong opinion on like trade deadline, people getting in and out of the playoffs, but uh, at least in terms of like contention, title contention in the West, or West and East, who's legitimate contender for you right now? So East, honestly, I only have two. Really? The Cavs were close, but to me, it's it's Boston and Milwaukee. Mm. And I think Milwaukee getting Jay Crowder was huge. I think it's going to be a game seven dogfight between those two, assuming Middleton's healthy and everybody's healthy. So I only have two contenders in the East. In the West, um, obviously the Suns are my favorite, but but the Nuggets are a very close second, if healthy. And then I, I got to put the Lakers in there too. I got... The 13th seed. I know, it's crazy, the 13th seed. But you have to realize this whole year has been Pat Bev playing meaningful minutes, Russell Westbrook, all these guys that aren't there anymore. They have the pieces now if they can stay healthy. But if they're not healthy, realistically, I have Phoenix or Denver. Um, And and where it's a wide-open year, I'll throw Dallas in there. Mm. If bearing injury, you know, on, but if it's fully healthy, I think it's going to be the Nuggets or the Suns for sure. But those are my teams with the Lakers. Yeah. The but, but even if the Suns are fully healthy, yeah, they're my dark. I have the Suns over the Lakers, but yeah. So Warriors. I like the mouse pick because of their lack of defense, though. True. I'm not even going to put them as a contender. Although, mm. although the, their offense is crazy. I just, so so I have a question for you. Yeah. Cause that was a that was a very strong opinion on the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Celtics Bucks. 76ers are just three games behind. Let me say this. <laughs> Joel Embiid, I'm sorry, man. He's been disrespected. He he has for I years. Mean, and this year too. Yeah. Statistically, he's everyone's talking about KD, Tatum, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Embiid is having maybe the best year of his career. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about it. Mm-hmm. Harden got disrespected too. Yes. I don't know, man. And we know how good Doc Rivers is in the playoffs. <laughs> no, that's a joke. But and Doc, we trust. So 76ers don't have a shot to you. I mean, you got prime Embiid. The problem is you have two things, in my opinion. You have the 76ers playoff history as is and and you have James Harden's playoff history and you combine the two and there's no championships there's no winning and so on paper every year even when Ben Simmons was playing well every year I've been like the Sixers you might even remember in 2018 I was like LeBron go to the Sixers I actually wanted that because of how much talent they have that being said Look at the Phoenix Suns. You can have all the, well, not now with KD, but the, the previous, you can have all the talent in the world, be the best regular season team like the Jazz with with Don and Rudy, but it's a different beast in the playoffs. Yeah. And the Celtics have gone to the finals. The Bucks have gone to the finals and won the finals. Sixers haven't done anything. The only win is Doc Rivers in 2008 when he had four Hall of Famers on his team. Four? Rondo? He's a Hall of Famer Oh, for of you? course. Really? Rondo is a Hall of Famer. Oh, of course. Okay. He, at, at a time, he was the best point guard. Like that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> that would, okay, twenty two thousands, like late two thousands, top five point guards. That that'd be a good debate for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'll I, be a I debate. Don't know if for, I never have Rondo first though. I don't know about first, but he was in there. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, but anyways, that's who I have. I want. I want to hear yours. Um, for the East, 
Celtics and Bucks, I agree. Mm-hmm. They're they're at the top. Giannis, man, he he scares me, and mm. just his mentality. He's never satisfied. I I guess what I'm trying to say is, if there's any player I wouldn't want to play in a playoff series, I know there's KD. Mm. I know Tatum's that guy. Giannis is the one who scares me the most. He just in just the East or in the NBA in general. NBA man, hmm. Giannis is crazy. So it's hard for me to pick against the Bucks, especially with the Jay Crowder acquisition. I do think I am I am more open than you on this in terms of 76ers to me. I'm not I'm not gonna say no. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the season, the Cavaliers were actually my pick. I was going to say, I knew you were a Cavs guy. I, where do you stand with them now? I, I'm not a sold. Um, yeah. Evan Mobley, I love the guy. He hasn't made the jump I was expecting him to make this year. Mm-hmm. Not saying he's not good. But I think, I think they're close. I just don't think... I, if, you, if you're like have a tier system of east teams i mean top tier is Bucks, celtics and then then it's a significant drop but i still still not gonna say never because 76ers and Cavs have talent but to me those four are the only possible contenders no one else even has a shot in the east in the east west Warriors and Lakers and Suns, man. Is that that's a who you had? Warriors, Lakers. No, you had Nuggets. No, I had. You so didn't I, have the Warriors. I didn't have the Warriors. No, I've been wow sorely unimpressed this year with them, and it's just been between drama and just injuries. It's just yeah, I I have no faith in the Warriors this year. Which okay, but I mean Lakers. You say same for the Lakers for sure. The Warriors, I don't think have really been healthy all at once. True. Um, so you're just saying no to the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually shocked by that. Yeah. It, it's weird because it, coming into the season, I, I really did think before, and I don't want to say it was one instance, the, the punch, you know, to Jordan Poole, but I, I thought I was like, well, it's, it's wide open again. They very well could win again. Mm-hmm. Um, much to my dismay, but watching them play this year, um, even, and even when they're healthy, it just seems like. And I know you can take little instances, but look at like Steph throwing his mouth guard when Poole isn't passed to him. And it's like, huh, like how now that they've won one, are guys kind of getting their own agenda now? Um, Draymond Green is just declining rapidly. Yeah. Um, and he, and he's leading the league in technicals. Two more or two more flagrants and he's suspended. Like, I just don't think it's sustainable. And Steph can't stay healthy. Um, Gary Payton's hurt. They kind of got fleeced with that whole deal. And then James Wiseman's now traded essentially for what was it like second round pick and something he's gone. And so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into them. That's a good point. Wiseman didn't really develop. Kuminga isn't Mm-mm. where we thought he would be. Gary Payton. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Up. he came from Detroit. So he came from the Blazers. Players are doing some shady business. Yeah. Man. yeah. Withholding some information. Sketchy. <laughs> um, okay. I don't have the Nuggets. 
I don't believe in the Nuggets. Hmm. They, Fully healthy with Reggie Jackson. They just let me down, man, every time. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. actually isn't having that great of a year. I thought he was going to be, like, mm-hmm. perennial all-star. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about the Nuggets. I'm just not sold yet. Mm. If you had to offer one bold take about the playoffs, coming into the playoffs, mm. maybe it's, like, a player who you think is going to shine, or maybe it's a team who's going to surprise people, or a team that's going to really disappoint. Mm-hmm. Where we can go back and check the receipts at the playoff time. Yeah. What would you say? What's yeah. your What's your bold take? So, if okay, and this is saying if fully healthy, I think the team that's going to shock people is the Pelicans, in a good way. In a good way, I think if the 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 problem is I feel like Zion is healthy when Bi is not, and then Bi is healthy, Zion is not. Here's the thing: the Pelicans last year almost beat the Suns who at the time, like before the collapse against the Mavericks, the Suns were the best team in the West. You know, we thought them were the worst, but really I, I think most people thought they were probably going to go to the finals because they did the year previous. And you take that team that was that good, that much chemistry. And you add Zion who when healthy is a 30 and 10 capable guy who's dominated this year when he's been healthy. So you had a superstar to a team that almost went to the conference finals Dude, they could beat anybody healthy with chemistry. The so, experience is a lack, but they could beat anybody. So they're getting past the first round to you. If healthy, yes. If healthy. Yes. Okay, so depending the- where they land. If they land against the Nuggets, I don't think they're getting past. But if they play the Grizzlies or the Kings, oh yeah. Hot take. They're beating either of them if they're healthy. I don't know if Zion wants that Dylan Brooks smoke. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, the new Grayson Allen? Oh, worse. Much worse than Grayson Allen. I agree, man. Yeah, can't stand him. Um, That is a bold take. Okay. Yeah, what's your what's your, your hot take when the receipts are checked and will be checked? We'll check these. I feel like Clippers not making the playoffs is a bold take. Yeah, that but, is. So maybe that'll be mine because I, I want to I wanna give a Suns bold take because I don't like the Suns, yeah. but I'm worried. Yeah. Is that is that good enough? Clippers not make some playoffs, or is that no? That I think that's a hot take because I mean, most if you look at Stephen A. I mean, a lot of people that that's their favorite in the West. Yeah. So, no, that definitely Clippers not making the playoffs, blowing it up this off season. Yeah, that's my take. Yeah. Lakers making the finals is a dark horse hot take for me. If fully healthy, and fully healthy. Fully engaged. Yeah. Yep. We need... We. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like the Jazz, too, we promise. Anthony Davis, man. His engagement level. If he's engaged... Like, there have been moments earlier this year mm-hmm. when he was averaging 27 and 12. Man, he is top 10. Mm-hmm. You could argue top 5 in the league when he's engaged. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. But he just has – it's a switch for him. He doesn't have, like, mm-hmm. some – you never know with him. Mm-hmm. What game he's going to take off, what game he's going to try. Mm-hmm. That's what scares me the most about the Lakers. Not, I mean, I think they have the talent right now. Mm-hmm. But it's – a championship teams have more consistency with engagement. 
mm-hmm. not even just per, not even just performing but like caring and passion than mm-hmm. the lakers specifically anthony davis has right now yeah that scares me it is scary which is sad because i was hearing i don't remember who the nba player was but somebody was saying in the bubble he was talking about it and he said it was easier for those who truly loved basketball because that was their focus but those who didn't you know you saw the the things happening teams crumbling players falling apart and so it's sad that that very team anthony davis lebron james being the head were the solid you know all in basketball and now it's like what is, is he pulling a shack you know you win a ring and you get no, not dissing shack but you know as kobe said he was fat and happy um is that kind of happened the complacency because he's, he's cheerleading he's clearly not taking care of his body yeah. um, and he's not always engaged you're right and so yeah you know that'd be something interesting looking at the stats of kobe shack though that three p of theirs Shaq wasn't working in the offseason. This is documented. Mm. And he was still averaging like 30s in the 30 points per game, like 15 rebounds a game. Mm. That, we'll talk about this sometime. The what if conversation of who were the guys who, if they had that Kobe MJ mentality, mm-hmm. if they cared about their craft that much, like the guys, the what if guys. Yeah. Like imagine if Shaq had that mentality. We'll have to think of like our. Oh, my word. Our all NBA, what if team in terms of that aspect? Oh, for sure. Shaq's number one, straight for up. For sure. Um. Okay. Maybe we'll kind of segue into one more thing we wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, big sports weekend, obviously, in terms of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mah- Patrick Mahomes getting number two. Jalen Hurts. Really balling out. Mm. I, he's he's been doubted. I was kind of a doubter. He proved me wrong. Same. So I know you're a Jalen Hurts guy, but mm. even his performance surprised you. It sounded like. Yeah, I mean, he was my he was my fantasy quarterback, and so the whole year I've been impressed. But I mean, yeah, before this, before the gurus were saying to draft him in fantasy, I mean, I didn't really. He played, you know, he played a little bit, and I was like, oh, he could be decent. But I thought maybe like, like poor man's this year's version of geno smith like a kind of like that kind of just but wow especially that super bowl game talk about composed yeah i mean to have that fumble which was okay (laughs) no 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 no. i'm saying to have that fumble oh yeah yeah. and to not have that rattle you yeah yeah that's okay i was like yeah well that it showed crazy composure to me yeah so it was awesome um so just thinking about Mahomes' performance hurts. Looking into the next season, mm. we kind of wanted to talk about out, rank our top 10 quarterbacks mm. going into next year. And there's two ways to approach this. Um, I'm curious what you want to do. There's the next year, who are the top 10 guys like for the season? Or there's the, if you're starting a franchise mm. next year, who are the, who's your top 10? What were you thinking would do? So that's a good question. Well, I guess I was thinking more like the top 10 as far as like. Just like for that season. Currently, like go okay. cur- at the end of this current season, going into next season, who do I think are the top that's 10 best quarterbacks? That's, that's, what, what, that's what I was thinking too. Okay, perfect. Okay. But the other one's a fun conversation it too. It is fun, which we can come back to that in yeah. a future episode. Okay. I'll start. Okay. Number one. Jared Goff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Number I'm surprised one. you didn't say Zach Wilson. 
Number one. Oh, if we're talking arm talent, that's a different conversation. Oh, top ten arm talent, that's a different conversation. <laughs> but top ten quarterbacks. Top ten yips, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so disrespectful. <laughs> um top ten quarterbacks over the next year. Number one, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, same. Same. You can't, yeah. I you mean, can't how do you argue it? it? He won a Super Bowl on a bad ankle. Isn't it crazy, crazy how, like, the two biggest plays with playoffs, his scramble against the Bengals to get them in, you know, had the late, mm. the, the penalty that hit him going out of bounds. Mm. But that was on, like, a, what, 15-yard scramble? Yeah. That got him in field goal position on a, on a high, high ankle crazy. sprain. And then that, like, 20-something-yard scramble in that final drive. Bad ankle and his two biggest plays were scrambles. Yeah. And not only bad ankle, it was getting tweaked. It got tweaked both those yeah. games within the game, yeah. and he would almost hurt it worse. And he'd have to go over to his trainer and still do that. So, I mean, it's just on a debate with Mahomes. I don't know if there's anything you want to like specifically no. say about him. No, Mahomes is number one. It does. It says, it speaks for himself. <laughs> number two. Who's your number two? I got. Uh, I was gonna say Burrowhead, but uh, oh wait, um, I got Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Cincinnati mayor man. Yeah. <laughs> That that uh, Travis Kelsey uh, clip where he's like, "No, you're rolling, shut yeah. your mouth." I'm gonna use that. Oh yeah. Anytime, anytime I'm giving a receipt to someone, that's that's my go-to yep. meme. Thank uh, you, Travis. I got number two, Joe Burrow as well. Okay. Uh, why do you have number two? What do you like about Joe? Uh, I I should say what you should say. What do you not what like about him? <laughs> um, I well, the biggest thing I love about Joe Burrow is his confidence, and and he's just so good. Even though, of course, this year they didn't. They didn't make it. What other second-year quarterback last year could beat Patrick Mahomes and take a team to a Super Bowl? A team that was the worst team in the league when he was drafted, you know, first pick overall. That's incredible turnaround. And I know he has Jamar Chase. He has T. Higgins. He has a lot of good weapons, um, Joe Mixon. But still, just everything. He makes good plays. He Like what we talked about, like he, he just is consistent. Those little slant routes, everything. He just always gets the ball right where it needs to be. So, yeah. Yeah, he had two questionable picks in the, the game. But honestly, I agree with you. The thing that sets him apart, his arm talent is good, but it's not generational. No. But it's the confidence, man. It, it is crazy. There's there's some guys you just see, like Kobe. But it's it's like, it's like you know, those irrational confidence players like J.R. Yeah. Smith. Or yeah. like, they have that confidence. But they have the skill to, to like back mm. it up, and when you have that combined, it's just mm. it's Kobe. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow number two for sure. Number three, I feel like number one and number two were kind of like yeah givens. I feel like now number three is when it gets a little more yeah debatable. So my number three, this actually was hard for me. I got Josh Allen. Okay, I got Josh Allen. Who do you have? I have Jalen Hurts. Wow. Yeah, I do. So Jalen made a big yeah jump for you. Yep. Just based off the Super Bowl or based off of... Well, the whole year. In my opinion, and I know this is not going to sound popular right now, but if Jalen Hurts wouldn't have got hurt, no pun intended, <laughs> he he would have been the MVP, I think. Because I believe the Eagles probably would have gone 16-1, and one, probably would have only lost one game, maybe two max. And, I mean, statistically, he was playing every bit as good, if not better, than Joe Burrow. Or, excuse me, than Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. the Eagles, like... I mean, they have an amazing team. I get that. But, like, so that's where you could argue Mahomes because they lost Tyreek and he still did it. But I think it would have been a toss-up. 
That's all I'm trying to say. So, yeah. and then the Super Bowl play and the playoffs that just magnified what I already thought. So I mean, I kept hearing how he wasn't a hundred percent for the Super Bowl, like his shoulder. Or his something. shoulder, yeah. Which I mean, he was throwing deep balls. Yeah. Oh so yeah, that was kind of shocking to me, and he was accurate with them too. So, mm-hmm. I have Josh Allen. I think recency bias is a big mm-hmm. thing with Jalen Hurtsing right now. For sure. And trust me, I, tr- I love Jalen. But, I mean, last year we saw the, the Mahomes-Allen duel. I still think the best quarterback game mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Oh, it was the best. The things he was doing. There's been a narrative of Brian Dable leaving, and that's caused some issues with, you know, maybe poor decision-making or I don't know. But for me, Josh Allen – his physical gifts, his arm strength. Mm. I love Jalen Hurts, but I think I think yes, if you're starting, if you are have a team next year, you have a fantasy draft, and you need a quarterback. I'm taking Josh Allen over Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. The physical gifts, arm strength, it's too it's too enticing to me. In fantasy too, not just overall. Well, so I guess oh fantasy, fantasy draft oh. like like that's like the two K or oh thing. of course like if you're my just, bad. if you're just picking like building a team building a team for sure okay yeah my bad my bad oh, no 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 that was confusing by me so Josh Allen's my number three Jalen Hurts your number three okay mm-hmm. um number four who do you got Josh Allen same reasons you said okay. it was a t- it was a close one but yeah so then because Josh Allen Jalen Hurts. Hertz was more he didn't turn the ball over as much this year. Mm-hmm. I think he only had like six picks. Mm-hmm. But also maybe not as like I think Josh Allen had more yards. He might have I think he had more touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the what's the separator played, for you? So two well two things. He did play more games than Hertz. When you're saying so you have okay. to realize you okay. have to take that into account. Okay. He did sit out a couple. Um <laughs> So that's the first thing. Second thing, and I know you're not going to like to say he did lose to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wilson outplayed him. Yeah. He did. Um, but, well, yeah. Anyways, Let's give him his flowers. The Jets Zach played Wilson. good at the beginning of the year, though. I'll give him that. And then, again, some might say recency bias, but call it what you want. We saw how things go down in the postseason. That makes an impression how you play. And not saying he played horrible, but, like, where were they that Bengals game? Like yeah. it, that game to me, they were so flat. He was flat, and yeah. So seeing Jalen Hurts outperform him in the playoffs, and to me, you have to count the playoffs too. And so it's the season in totality. So that's the reason I I chose Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but Josh is your number four. You love yeah. Josh Allen. Love him. He's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Just, Just, it was a close one. It was super close. Yeah. So my number four. I got Justin Herbert. Mm. Um, again, physical gifts, arm strength. <sighs> again, this is this is not me hating on Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. This is just, I think Jalen Hurts had an amazing team around him. Mm-hmm. I think Hurts is amazing. Herbert, I think he has better arm talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has better measurables. He... I just don't have Hurts over Herbert for me mm-hmm. right now. I don't. Yeah. Um, but Hurts is my number five. Okay. So. And Herbert's my five. So, okay. Yeah. So interesting. Well, the top. So, so we're the close. Same top five, just different order. Different order. Yeah. The same QBs in the top yep. five. Yep. Yep. 
Okay. <clears throat> Want to say anything about Herbert? Or... No. Okay. Number six. Here we go. Yeah, okay, maybe the top five yeah. wasn't given. This Number might six. be. We're not gonna, we're not gonna agree on this one. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. Okay. Who do you have? I have Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Okay. Well, that's a, that's not, that's a good pick. Yeah. Why do you have Lawrence over Rodgers? So this is literally like pretty much the only reason because I'm not counting out. And Aaron Rodgers, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. He's he's definitely on my list. But here's the thing. I again, I'm I'm fresh mind. Like what's happening at the beginning of the year and or like currently. And and Aaron Rodgers really did not have a great season. I know he didn't have great weapons. Um, but overall, when you look at how his season ended and how it dipped, and they didn't even make the playoffs, versus you see, um, my, my the name is slipping. Trevor Lawrence started off poorly. But look at how he ended the season. Yeah, I know the one game he threw four picks. They still won the game though, because he ended up playing amazing in the second half. He, he beat was, Herbert. yeah, he beat Herbert, and it's a second year, and that's another reason you could say, well, it's only a second year. Well, he's young. He's such a good leader. He's extremely talented. Makes smart decisions, and so currently, right now, if I'm like like we talked about, if I'm wanting to pick a quarterback, I'm taking him over Aaron Rodgers. He's more reliable, in my opinion. Right now, I would say. So you believe that kind of like mid season he made the jump and he's not going back. He's figured it out. I don't think he's going back. <clears throat> Knock on wood. But. So I, I mean, with Doug Peterson especially, Peterson's a great coach. Man, isn't it awesome to see young quarterbacks having great offensive minded coaches being a little <laughs> so Let me just say that. But also, it's a shame Fields doesn't have one. <laughs> It's a shame. Feels some it, other guy in green. It feels probably isn't in the top twenty QBs. That might be a take. Oh, he's he's definitely top twenty. For now, runners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of QB. Jalen Hurts. Anyways, um, Lawrence. Love Lawrence. Lawrence is actually my number seven. Mm. I guess I'm not completely sold yet, though, that he. Because the four picks in in the playoffs, mm-hmm. the start of the season. I'm not totally sold. I'm sold enough to where he's my number seven overall. Mm. I'm not sold enough to where I can put him more reliable than Rodgers. In terms of leadership, yes. Rodgers is crazy at this point. Mm-hmm. But Rodgers can probably pick up any system, sling it. Rodgers was hurt last year, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... I mean... Besides this one year, he was a two-time back-to-back MVP the previous two years. So considering that, he has to be my top six still. His talent is too great. Mm -hmm. If he plays next year, which won't be in Green Bay, I don't think. Mm. He's my number six. And wherever he goes, there'll be a playoff. He'll put them in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love Rodgers. That's a good take. But Lawrence is my number seven. Um. Who's your number seven? Who you got? So, I don't know if you're how you're gonna feel about this one, but I he was hurt a lot this year. Um, but I have Lamar Jackson actually. I I love Lamar Jackson. I think he as far as a versatile quarterback, he I mean really he he's what Jalen Hurts was in 2019 minus taking the team to the Super Bowl. Like, um, I mean he's a guy that can run, but also he's I think his arm doesn't get the credit he. 
he does have really good receivers, but he I think he's solid. And when he was playing, I mean, they were doing well. The Ravens were great. And if he was healthy in the playoffs, who knows? They could have made a run. But yeah. I, I really like him. Um, and when he played, was was good. His arm doesn't get enough credit. The Jets had a top five defense this year, and I watched that week one Ravens-Jets. He diced mm-hmm. up the Jets' mm-hmm. defense. Yep. It, was, it, it, it surprised me how good of a thrower he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have Hurts three. You have... Lamar number seven. seven. You let's say you we we switch them. You put Lamar on the Eagles this year, a healthy Lamar. Mm. Are they making the Super Bowl? Is Jalen Hurts mm. is he that much better than Lamar Jackson, or is it kind of because situation team? Huh. Because I mean, Lamar's an MVP in 2019. Yeah. Is 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 Hurts really that much better than Lamar Jackson? I, I think that's a good question. Here's what I think. I think we need a little bit more time to fully grasp. And I say that because we need to see, I think, Lamar Jackson another one or two times in the postseason healthy. And we need to see Jalen Hurts healthy in the postseason again. Um, I think we need to evaluate. But because you, it's a compelling argument. Like, they play very similar. And I know a lot of people are like, well, you can plug. You know, Nick Sirianni, you could plug any coach. Or you could plug any quarterback, which could potentially be true but i mean i, I don't know it's a hypothetical it's yeah, hard to it's it's tough i i do think hurts is is i'd take hurts he's a little better but this was one year so we'll see maybe it's a yeah. one-hit wonder you know yeah. so i think i'd take hurts too i think the way he threw the ball in the super bowl was i'd probably take hurts over lamar too yeah but it is something i'm i've been thinking about is hurts looking better than he is because of mm. situation but and that's unfair to say give give him his credit true so my number eight is lamar jackson i'm very similar to you on lamar i think he's underrated the ravens have not paid him that's been a huge topic mm. it's a hard one crazy it's a hard one because he is injured a lot mm-hmm. he hasn't taken them far in the playoffs mm-hmm. he is crazy talented but, but I think you gotta pay him. Yeah. I mean, the AFC, the quarterbacks right now. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, I mean, if you don't have a top, if he's, if Lamar's a top ten quarterback, mm-hmm. there's no way if you want to compete, you can't, you can't pay him. So. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Well, and even if you look and see, like, and and sorry, this is just how the market is, but you look at like Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, these guys are getting paid. You have to pay him. And who else are you going to do? They they gave Huntley a chance, but it's like he's not proven to be any he kind of He made the Pro friend. Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but he's definitely not your franchise quarterback. He's no. proved that. And so it's like, yeah. I think you have to stick with Lamar. Yeah, for sure. Um, So Lamar's my number eight. Mine's Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. Yep. So okay. just a couple of bumps behind. And the only reason is just because the inconsistent year he had, and I'm not yeah. sure where he's at. But like you're right with the two-time MVP. I mean, before that, I was like, like crazy for Aaron Rodgers just for how talented he was. I mean, arguably the most talented quarterback ever, uh, minus his postseason play. That's that's an issue for another day. But yeah, but extremely talented. And so, yeah, he's my eight. Yeah, the thing with Aaron Rodgers for me, I wonder how much losing Devontae 
Because, mm. I mean, he, he's playing with Christian Watson, mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs, and there's this huge narrative of the fact that he wasn't spending time with them, wasn't putting the work with them, which is a knock on Aaron. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan of Aaron Rodgers' leadership, by the no. way. I'm not a huge fan of him in general. But yep. but just from a talent perspective, when you lose someone like Devontae, when you lose a running back who broke Barry Sanders' record in Jamal Williams. <laughs> yeah, breakout um, year, by the way. You're going to, I mean. Patrick Mahomes, though, he has something else to say about losing Tyree. He does, which is why he's number one. Yes. But. He did get Juju, though. <laughs> yeah. And he's got Travis Kelsey, the greatest Travis tight end of all time. So. Um, okay, so, wow, that's, I actually wasn't expecting us to have the same eight quarterbacks yeah. in our top eight. Not the same order, but, mm-hmm. so two more, your number nine. Who's your number nine? Geno Smith. Really? Yeah. He, this, and this might not be sustainable, but, I mean, I, I looked around at the league and was like, okay, of all the other quarterbacks, who else would be above him as far as his dominance, his winning? Like, he helped the Seahawks, yeah. who were supposed to be, like, the worst team in the league, I mean, he was t- 10 times better than Russell Wilson, and, and he played so good. So, put him in a position to win games. So, got to put Geno. Yeah. Completion percentage was off the charts. I mean, mm-hmm. his touchdown-interception ratio. Man, Geno. That, so, Geno, this is actually the first quarterback that I we don't have similar. Okay. Geno's on my bubble. Okay. I think I probably had him number 11. Mm-hmm. These last two I struggled with. I put Jared Goff. Mm. Okay. Jared Goff, the way, I mean, let's give him his credit. Yeah. The Lions, for who that, True. we talk about like Joe Burrow resurrecting the franchise, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, what he's done. I know the Lions didn't make the playoffs. They were like one game Close. away. But they arguably had the most exciting brand of offense in the NFL this year. Mm. They were putting up points. Jared Goff, I mean, keep in mind, he did go to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. I really was. His touchdown and interception ratio was great. And you look at the guys he has, he's now got a healthy Jameson Williams. He's got Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with Jared Goff. Um, I have him at my number nine. Mm-hmm. And I have the Lions going to the playoffs next year. Mm. I actually do too. So, I mean, to be a playoff quarterback, top 10 consideration is warranted. So, mm-hmm. all right, number 10. Who do you have? This is really hard for me. Again, there's a lot of potentials. There's Derek Carr is there, Geno Smith is there, Russell Wilson. I know we had a bad year. Sean, getting Sean Payton. Yeah, that could I, I think I think he's gonna have a comeback. To uh, Dak, I have Kirk Cousins. Mm. I put Kirk Cousins. I almost put him. Is he the guy who's gonna win you a Super Bowl? No, he's not. But at this point, when you're getting into like number 10, 11, 12, none of those quarterbacks are gonna win you the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you got guys like Burrow and Mahomes, the the best you can do is get to the playoffs and hope mm-hmm. for a miracle but kirk's not that guy twin super bowl but he seems like a jimmy g or better i think he's a little bit better than jimmy g yeah his yards were like i i think top five or top six in the league this year mm-hmm. touchdowns i mean yeah he has justin jefferson he has dalvin cook mm-hmm. 
so that helps like crazy but just the statistics were, were really good for Kirk Cousins I mean the Vikings regular season were one of the best teams in the league this year mm-hmm. so I put Kirk Cousins on my number 10 mm-hmm. what about you yeah so Kirk was on my bubble I almost put him but so my number 10 this this does hurt me because um I I'm not a big fan of him per se but we're we're looking at the season in totality not just the, their final game being played and I put Dak Prescott really and I, I think Dak is he's severely overpaid and obviously he he throws too many interceptions but when you look at the Cowboys and like in the season I mean of course not in the postseason but during the season I mean, I think they had, like, the best offense some of those games. He was putting up 40-plus yeah. points, absolutely balling. Um, and that being said, against the Buccaneers, too, just flawless. Beats them in the playoffs. But in classic Cowboys fashion, it's it's hard because he – I'm not a huge Dak guy, but I think overall he deserves a top-10 spot just based off of his season in, in, in total. And I think he shows flashes of brilliance, but – Again, yeah, it was a close one between him and like Kirk Cousins and, and Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, it was. Dak was really close for me. He, he threw too many picks mm. for me to quite put in there, but talent wise, there's a great argument for Dak. All right, so overview of the top 10 I've got Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Hertz. Rodgers, Lawrence, Lamar, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. And then who do you have? I have so I have Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, Allen, Herbert, Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Geno Smith, Dak Prescott. Okay. So if you have gotten this far in the podcast, first off, thank you. <laughs> we really appreciate it. All right, those are our top tens. Um good list, good debate. Mm. It's been a fun episode. Talking about trade deadline, implications, top mm. 10 QBs. Uh, any final takes, final words from you, Jared? No. Just, yeah, it's good to be on, be on the podcast. And hopefully you guys will enjoy these episodes. We're going to do a lot of different um, scenarios, what ifs, um, top 10s, top fives. Just what we always do. We talk about sports. And so we'll voice our opinions, whether you like them or not. Cool. Well, thanks, Jared. Thanks for joining. And uh, perfect. We'll uh, we'll do this again. Yes, sir.